Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I am Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. And being a best friend means telling your best friends when they might be making a few mistakes that could be hurting their business, right? Today's episode, I want to give you some really quick and easy tips because I know we have a lot of online boutique owners listening and we have a lot of people who want to start an online boutique because they started in mobile or in a brick and mortar. So today's focus is going to be on how to improve your website. And there are things that I see consistently when I go and review people's websites, whether it's for fun (laughs) or they're a client or they're one of my groups. So these are things that I found to consistently be kind of off or, you know, need help. And they're generally pretty easy fixes too, guys. So you know, as always, I have a bunch of other episodes about how to drive more traffic to your website. And if it hasn't been hammered home yet, let me just reiterate that. The number one way to get more website traffic is to be consistent on social media and grow that following. You do not need to be on every social media platform. You need to be on one or two where that ideal customer is hanging out the most. Okay. So most likely that's Facebook or Instagram, okay? Depending on your demographic, depending on really that ideal customer, where she or he is and what they're doing, that's the most important. So just know if you're not getting a lot of hits to your website, most likely it's because you're not doing enough on social media. You need to be doing more. The other thing is it might just be that you're new. You know, It takes time to build a business, especially an online business. We think, oh my gosh, the internet is just like this magical place and everyone's going to be storming our sites the minute we open. And frankly, it's just not true. <laughs> you know, It takes time for Google to learn who you are. It takes time to really get that traffic into your site. And you know, if you're really, really, really brand new, um, I want to suggest to you, um, yes, taking Boutique Basics Bootcamp, my online course, but also I have a mini course called Online Boutique Basics. It's available in my mini shop at boutiquetrainingacademy.com. And that really goes into like, what are the basic things you need on your website? What are you thinking about? You know, How do you buy a domain name? It's really like if you're just, just, just starting out. So if you're a little bit more advanced, you probably don't need it. But I think that it's important to continue learning and to really get the knowledge you need in starting your online website. Again, everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to start an online boutique. It's just going to be gangbusters out the door. And 
you know, let me tell you, just like any other business, it takes consistency and it takes patience. Okay. If in a year or two, you're still struggling, you're not making the sales, then you have probably some deeper foundational problems, fundamental problems that you know, I'm talking a lot about in some of my boutique basics course and then six figure blueprint, of course. But you know, you've got to really understand that an online business is not an overnight success. Uh, it's just no businesses. <laughs> I've started two businesses now. I've been an entrepreneur for almost nine years, and guys, like it's every day it's work towards what you want. So just know that and make the commitment. And what I'll tell you is that most boutiques, you know, they fail because they give up. (laughs) Uh, And there's always changes. There's always updates to be made. So just know that, you know, I'm giving you some tips here, but there's still so much more to learn and know. But hopefully this will give you a really good jumping off point to just do that double check of what, you know, we can really address right now. So I want you to take some notes. I want you to figure out, you know, do I need more people to look at my website? Do I need to get more feedback? Things like that. But here are my top three improvements that you probably are missing or could be missing on your website. So number one, (laughs) and this is going to be just about one and two are just about on your homepage. That very first page that you get to when you type in yourboutique.com. Okay. The first thing is so many people, I go to their homepage and they don't have actual shoppable styles on the first page. They have their categories or they have, you know, the department, so that it will say tops, bottoms, accessories, something like that actually pictured on the homepage, but it doesn't have actual styles to purchase. And I know for me, when I go to a site, I immediately want to start shopping. Okay. You have three to five seconds to grab the attention of someone who lands on your site. So show them your best stuff, you know, put your new arrivals there, put some styles that they can click into, you know, the more steps someone has to take on your website, the the less likely they are to shop. Okay. So just know that if you don't have some actual shoppable styles on your homepage of your website, then please go and add that. Okay. So what I'm actually talking about is like, you know, it's kind of hard on a podcast to describe this. I did this at my New York city workshop and we pulled some people's sites up and we were looking at it. And you know, what I'm really talking about is having a row or two or three of actual square rectangle pictures of styles listings with the price underneath the name of the item that I can just click on and buy. Okay. So like four, five pictures across, three pictures down, two pictures, even if it's just one row across and then I can expand it. That's that so important (laughs) to have actual shoppable listings of your items on that homepage. Okay. Because like I said, when someone gets there, so we're doing all the work on social media, we're sending people to the site and then we're not really capturing them. Like, I really want you to take a hard look at your first page on your website and say, would I shop this? Do I know what I'm selling? Do I understand what the heck is going on here? Okay. Because a lot of times I get to people's websites and I'm like, is it retail? Is it wholesale? Are they for kids? Are they for adults? Is it just accessories? Like I'm kind of confused. There needs to be a clear message about who you are and what you're selling. And that's really my second tip is to have a very clear description on the, what's called the top fold of your homepage so that people know exactly what you're selling. Okay. So the top fold is, you know, if you're looking on a desktop, this is where we 
think of it. We think about a newspaper, okay? When you walk into a coffee shop, walk into Starbucks, they have the stacks of newspaper. Anything facing up is called the top fold of that newspaper, okay? Underneath it, the part you don't see when it's folded, that's the bottom, bottom of the fold, okay? So we want to think about like a newspaper akin to a website. And that website, the minute you land on that page, whatever it's showing, that's considered the top of fold of that website, okay? So we're not scrolling down, we're not scrolling up. It's literally like the top of your page, essentially. And there you need to have a very clear description of what you're selling. And when I say clear, I mean like crystal clear. You know, you're probably sitting there being like, but Emily, it says, you know, great affordable clothes for women. Like, I don't care. That's what everyone sells, guys. Like, be serious, okay? And I'm not trying to be a jerk, but like, I really want you to think about this. And it, again, it goes back to who is your ideal customer? What words is she using? How does she describe herself? You know, how are you grabbing her by her saying, oh my gosh, this person is speaking my language? right? And I had to do this recently for a rebrand and my co- I did something for my coach where I had to really define who my ideal customer was again. And I hadn't done it in a little while. And, and I have a couple ideal customers, but truly they all, people who are like my dream clients, those people that I'm like, yes, I'm excited to work with you the way they're excited to work with me. They're the ones who are high achievers. You know, they have big dreams. They're not afraid to execute. They put in the work. You know, these are all things that I know so many people that have worked with me in group programs as well, all kind of emulate this. And there's, I mean, I had a whole list of other things, but that was kind of like the top of mind things, right? So if I was going to start a a website where I started, I probably wouldn't sell clothes. It's a little bit different, but, um, you know, if I started a website where I was selling business consulting or business coaching, you know, I would say that I would say, you know, transformational business coaching for high achieving women who set big goals and execute are excited to execute the steps to achieve them. Like, that's pretty clear, okay? <laughs> and I'm not being vague. I'm not saying, right? And even right now, I think I did a live recently and I said, you know, I said, I'm a business and mindset coach for boutique owners. And it just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, that's like kind of what I do. I've never really described myself that way, but that's being very specific, right? And so I think for you, as you start to define who your customer is, you have to get really into it. And it was funny. I was on the phone with a client recently and she was like, you know, Emily, I'm kind of like a rocker mom. Like I'm, you know, um, I've been described as like a biker chick, you know, and, and I, I could tell, you know, I could tell she was swinging that way in her pictures, but it just, we wanted to push it over the edge. And I was like, okay, then, you know, start talking about and showing off like the pictures need to be grungier. Like the, your logo is, is doing it, but maybe you want to change the name, you know, what kind of hashtags are, you know, do women who are a little bit edgier and a little bit cooler, but they're still a good mom. They're still this awesome rad mom, you know, what's going to attract them to know, Hey, you know what? This woman's a super cool rad mom too. I want to dress like her. I already kind of dress like her, but I like, I love what she's picking. You know, we talked through that. And I think it's okay not to be the boutique who sells flower tops and, you know, distressed jeans. It's okay to be the boutique who doesn't sell everything from the best of the best on fashion go. Like, let's be real. You know, part of why I hear so many women say, 
oh, the, the boutique market feels oversaturated. It's because you're all doing the same darn thing. You're all selling the same stuff and you're all trying to sell it to the same people. Who are you and what do you want to sell? That's the most important thing you need to identify. And I find as people who I coach step into that more and more and more, their customer becomes crystal clear. Their messaging becomes crystal clear. And it's so easy to attract customers. There isn't this worry about how am I going to reach more customers because their messaging is so crystal clear. This is who I serve. This is what I do. This is how I want to make them feel. Who is that for you? Okay. Who, and maybe it is the, maybe you do love floral tops and distressed jeans. I'm like, listen, I'm, you know me, I'm just like using examples. Right. But I think you know what I'm talking about when I'm saying like you go to fashion go and you click on that best of the best tab and you see, Oh, what's everyone selling? You know, the best time to check that's on a Monday morning because most boutique owners have kind of sold through and Mondays are a great day to reorder. So you know, look at that and say, you know, maybe there are things on there that you really love and you're like, that's totally me. I would wear that in a heartbeat. But what I find most often is that when my clients are getting off track and they're feeling frustrated that, you know, styles aren't selling or things aren't working, most of the time it's because they're not buying in a way that's truly aligned with who they are and, and the things that they're dying to wear. You know, you should want to keep every single thing that you buy and you should want to keep it because like you're obsessed and you'll wear it three days in a row. Let's be real. Okay. Like, you know, when you've bought something that you're like, you wear it all the time. I mean, I have tons of bags. I used to be an accessories merchant. I, we made handbags, like handbags are my thing. Right. And I have to tell you, I've been wearing the same darn handbag for like almost a full year now. I think I got it last year in August and I love it. I absolutely love it. It's practical. It's functional. It looks good. It can dress it up. I can dress it down. I feel comfortable with everything. And, but then I have all these really nice, beautiful bags (laughs) that I've been collecting for years and years. And so it's really funny because that is the kind of bag I would say, well, if I was going to start a handbag company, that would be a style that I would start with something similar, you know, or something in that vein. So just know that the more clear you get with that description and the more clear, you know, that comes from truly being more clear with who you are and who you're serving and, and what you're selling, that needs to be at the top of the page. So you've got to have that description like either overlaid on a picture or near the top, like somewhere on the top. I don't care where it is, okay? But it needs to be at the top of the fold of your website. It needs to say, we sell amazing clothes for super cool people. I'm shooting in the dark here, but be clear, okay? Like I uh, was helping my hairstylist. He was, he's looking at expanding and I was in there getting my hair done and you know me, I'm like encouraging him. I whipped out my calculator. I'm doing the math. Like he has this amazing space that he can expand into and has these gorgeous, huge, probably 20 foot windows. Okay. That look out on the street where a lot of people get backed up at this light. And so there's always traffic sitting out there. And he's saying to me, he's like, normally I think I'm going to put a screen out here and like you know, be able to change the message all the time and show specials. And I'm like, no, listen, I was like, take it or leave it. But you've said to me over and over that you do great hair. That's what you're excited about. Okay. What if you just got huge white vinyl letters, like sketch it out, go to a sign place and have them put something up that says, we do great hair, huge in that window. Like, 
that would stop the show. Okay. I would be like in traffic, like, what is that massive sign? What is it? Oh, they do great hair. Well, I want great hair. Maybe I should go there. What is that place? Right. And then have their website or have, you know, have their website below. That is the easiest marketing to think about. We do great hair. I want great hair. I want to go. I should go there. Keep it simple, guys, but keep it specific. Okay. Hair is a little bit different because uh, it's not necessarily for an ideal client. I mean, hairstylists, I think, know their ideal client, but I, I don't think it's as necessary, right? As we need to be in the boutique industry because we're selling product, hair selling a service. So clear description. I think I've hammered that one home. So hopefully you understand where I'm going with that. Now, last but not least, you want to also translate that into photos and copy. Okay. So we have the messaging, we know who we're serving. We have that super clear ideal customer. And if you don't know who your ideal customer is, you need to take one of my courses because I hammer it home in those courses and teach you how to figure that out. But once you have that ideal customer, then you need to think about what are photo styles that are going to attract this person? What does the copy need to say that's going to attract this person? And then, you know, these are photos and copy you're going to use on social media too. You can duplicate, you know, you can use all this over. But photos and copy that really speak to her. So like I was saying before, I'll use her as an example again. The client I was telling you about earlier about, you know, she's kind of like rock and roll. She goes to rock shows, you know, her friends in a band. And she was telling me all about this. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how cool would it be like to shoot some of your stuff like in like on a stage or like in the bar, like with the stage as a background and it's kind of grungy and maybe the filter's a little bit gritty and, you know, really just thinking and conceptualizing into this thing where, you know, anyone can go in their backyard and take pictures. Anyone can go in front of their front door and take pictures. I've seen this all the time, but really guys put thought into what your backgrounds are. Put thought into like what, if you're going to take the time to take great pictures for your site, which I highly recommend to everyone, please try not to use stock images. If you can help it, find those four to five, I don't care. Find two great backdrops that you can use that really personify the image of who you're selling to, what that ideal client is, okay? And then if you need to or want to, put a filter over it. Maybe it needs to be bright. Maybe it needs to be, I don't know, grungy. Again, you have to be a little bit careful because you don't want to alter the color too much of what you're selling so that the customer knows what to expect when it shows up at their door. But what I will tell you is that in any visual platform, like a website, like Instagram, people are looking for those cool pictures, you know, especially when they're buying clothes, they want to see your style. They want to see how that goes. So the photos need to represent that. And again, the copy does too. The copy that you're writing for each description, you know, you don't have to write eight paragraphs, but you do need to speak to your, it can't just be like, this is such a cute top. We love it here. It has long sleeves and stripes. Like, how would you describe this to your ideal customer to get them so jazzed about it? That's what you want to think about, okay? And this is the hard part. Like, guys, this is the hard part of starting an online boutique. This is why most people don't continue. Most people don't succeed because it is about the details. It is about the photos. It is about the copy, okay? You have to get very in it to understand how to speak to them. If you go into any of my registration pages for my courses... I spend days writing copy for that. We spend 
like we spend so much time and energy reviewing that, making sure it still speaks to you guys, making sure we're addressing who you are and what you're thinking about and what you need and telling, like being so descriptive that, Hey, we know you don't maybe even know that you need this, but I know you want to be successful. I know you need the tools to do it. And I want you to know that we give you those tools in this course. That's why you're here. So this is part of online selling. That's a huge chunk of online marketing is the photos and the copy and feeling like that customer can come to your site, feel like they're a part of what you're doing, feel like they're going to be taking care of you because you speak their language, period, end of story. Okay. So hopefully I've given you a ton to chew on. I want you to think about, you know, listening back to this a couple of times, sitting in front of your, you know, your computer, not just on mobile, sit in front of your computer, look at your site, give it a once over and be critical. Okay. Critique it. Just because you think you have your site done and launched doesn't mean that it's ever done. You can always be updating it. You can always be changing it. And frankly, it's good for the algorithm on Google to be updating it and changing it because it shows that you are an active website, okay? So just know, once you launch your site, it's never done. Don't let that discourage you. Just know that it's an open field of opportunity to always be up-leveling, always be improving, and always be making changes that are narrowing in on who you want to sell to, what you want to sell to them, and just doing a really awesome job at it. So be critical. Don't ever settle for you know saying you're done. Know that there's always adjustments to be made. And that's the cool part of running a business is you get to pivot, you get to change, you get to you know, up level and, and get better every day, every month, every year. So I hope you've loved this episode. Let us know if you've tried any of this. Always our lines are open at hello at stylish and successful, all one word, dot com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what is working with what you're learning in these episodes because I know that you're learning stuff. We hear it. And lastly, if you have time, please, I would really appreciate if you reviewed the podcast. There's so many people that keep saying, I wish I found you sooner. I wish I knew about this, you know, so long ago, you know, guys, you can help other people find this podcast just by giving it a quick rating or review on the service that you use. We know most of you use Apple iTunes. So all you have to do is go back into your app, scroll all the way to the bottom of this episode, and you should see a place where you can rate a review. Listen, even if you just give it some stars, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. If you write something, I was reading some of the reviews the other day and you guys write the most beautiful long paragraph reviews. It's makes me happy every time I see them. But if you don't have time to write a review, that's cool too. All you have to do is give it some stars. And you know, the more reviews, the more stars we get, the more reviews and written things we get, the more people actually see it on iTunes and Stitcher and all these places. So I thank you in advance. And uh, I hope you've learned something today that you will implement tomorrow. Here's to making lots of friends, making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com 